Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hey, let's uh, let's do a deep dive. Eagles football on the defensive side and really kind of getting to know Sean Desai, who enters Philadelphia with uh, well a lot of fans in big support of Sean Desai and what they hope he brings to the table with the Birds. It is the first time he'll be a defensive coordinator in pro football He's been on the job now for a couple of months, and he joins us. Joe DeCamera, Jody Mack from Training Camp, and Sean joins us right now. Sean, how are you, man? I'm doing well, man. Thanks for having me on the show. Sean, it is, it is our pleasure. So you're a few months into this now, and obviously a couple of weeks at Training Camp, about two weeks. What is it like for you for the first time ever to be a defensive coordinator at the pro football level? Man, I think you forgot about my year at Chicago. I did forget about your year at Chicago, uh, and I apologize. No, that. that's okay. That's, so my, that's my fault. This is, you know, round two for me, and I think it's been great. You know, the organization's been tremendous from Mr. Lurie to Howie to Nick, and the staff has been great. The players are obviously tremendous. And so it's been really good uh, to kind of get acclimated to the area, reacclimated, I should say, yep. to the area, and then get going. Sean, the, the being a coach thing, when did you first – know you wanted to be a coach and when did you get the sense you know what I think I can climb real high up the ranks I would say you know uh probably after playing in high school I kind of had the itch to coach a little bit and teach as I kind of stayed back at my high school uh, when I went to Boston University and would come down and help in training camp and then ever since then it was just that little teaching itch and so then that, that's kind of how I progressed through my college career and, and went to Columbia and then went to Temple to get my doctorate and then uh, had an opportunity to coach. And, I mean, to me, that's always one of the highest forms of teaching. And so that, that's kind of been where it started. All apologies to the Chicago Bears, but it's your first time as a defense coordinator in the big time. <laughs> Put it that way. Jody uh, trying to save me here. Yeah, I here I am, the embarrassed guy with a red face, and Jody Mack helps me out. That's, I appreciate that. That's my job. Uh, <laughs> here's the question I have, Sean. we got a whole bunch of football questions for you, but mine is first about preparation. You know the expression, you only get one chance at a first impression. Your first impression here in Philadelphia when you got to meet the media and your first chance to talk to Eagle Nation was about as good a first impression as I've seen here in a long time. You were very well prepared for that. Well, he's going to have the team well prepared. If he's this well prepared, you did a phenomenal job that day. You have help? Or was that just all Sean Desai off the top of the head? Well, I mean, obviously we have a great staff here, but a lot of it was authentic. You know, I just try to believe in uh, being who I am. Uh, speaking uh, truth to power and then trying to uh, 
share share the vision and the philosophy as best as I can, you know, through these settings. And so that was me being me, uh, and I tried, tried to uh, get, give the best version of me in that moment. It worked. I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah, Jody, that. Jody Mack was pumped up. Eagles defense coordinator Sean Desai with us. Sean, you know the thing with Philly. I mean, you've been here obviously enough months to, to really feel it. Um, people want aggressive defense. They want blitzes. Buddy Ryan, obviously, ultra-aggressive. Jim Johnson, ultra-aggressive. Organizationally, though, for about the last 10 years, not as much. Jim Schwartz, Jonathan Gannon, very different than, than, than Jim Johnson and Buddy. What would you say is sort of your thing, um, your philosophy on heavy blitzing versus, nope, we're going to rush four, we're going to drop seven, we're going to be safest, and we're going to be best that way. This is the thing people really want to know. Where do you come down on that? Yeah, and I think I think that's a that's a tricky question, and not, I don't mean to dodge it, but really it becomes situational, and it really becomes by game plan. You know, I think you got to do what's best for your team to win, uh, and different quarterbacks that you're facing, different systems that you're facing, they react differently in different things, and so uh, that that's kind of what I've learned through my career uh, and some of the mentors that I've been around is you better really have a plan to prepare your guys to win that game each yeah. week. Yeah, you know, I know Sean. Um, your academic side is remarkable. I mean, for a pro football, anything, it's, it's really uh, it's pretty, pretty incredible. Study is a big part of life, obviously, if you want to achieve. Mike, Mike, let's talk about Tyson. Tyson, when he's knocking out fools and he's got the most power of anyone in the world, but he also was someone studying boxing. He's studying Ali. He's studying Jack Johnson. He's studying Dempsey. How much have you done a deep dive in your rise on, I want to know everything about Bud Carson in the 70s. I want to know everything about Jim Johnson. I want to know everything about Tony Dungy's Tampa too. Like, could you could you give an hour speech on you know a five hour speech on every single type of defense through these great acclaimed defenses through all these decades? Uh, I can't say I can give an hour speech on every single one. I mean that that's kind of this process I'm still going through is still studying, and I think that's that's part of like you said the growth that you got to have in this league as a coach and. It should really never stop uh, through your career, and you got to keep advancing and keep learning different ways. Whether you learn from the past or learn from the current, or to be honest, you know, build on what you've learned and try to create something new. And I think that that's part of this process is you got to keep growing. Following that up, who would you say, through all your studies, be it firsthand, standing next to him on the sidelines, spending time with him, studying film, whatever study you took in? What person is the most influential on Sean Desai going into his first year as defensive coordinator at the Philadelphia Eagles? Well, philosophically, I mean, a bulk of my NFL career was under Vic, you know, so, so that was obviously a heavy influence on me. And then really everybody I've worked with, I've taken different things from. And then when you go through the history of the game, uh, it, it's, there's so many people, you know. And, I mean, obviously when I was at Temple, uh, Coach Johnson was the defensive coordinator here, and so – that was a lot of the stuff that we studied at Temple uh, in terms of, hey, you know, what's he doing here at this level? And, and then really it becomes about what's a, what you apply to your players and what they can handle and then how you can get them to play the most fast, most physical, and most tough brand of football uh, week in and week out uh, without clouding them. You know, you don't want them to think. You want them to go and react. You want everything to be instinctual on the field so they can play fast and physical. Sean, what's it like working for Nick Sirianni? Uh, it's been awesome. It really has. I mean, Coach is so detailed, so thorough in, in all the process that we do. He's so focused on winning the day and, and being the best in every little thing that we do. And I kind of appreciate that because it pushes me to be even better, uh, even more prepared. And so it's been really, it's been really uh, rewarding. After you got the job, did Sirianni connect you and Jonathan Gannon? Meaning, 
did did he ask you two to talk to each other? I want my old guy to talk to my new guy. Did he make that introduction, or does that not occur? No, I mean, I mean, he. he uh, I think he's always uh, been open to having that reference for me, and and not just uh, Coach Gann, really other coaches that he's worked with, and obviously we've got some guys on the staff that he's worked with, and then even my mentors. I think he kind of encourages just constant growth and and learning and, and making sure that that we're all staying at the top of our game. Sean, let's get into some of the, the guys, the players, and the, the position groups here. Uh, about two weeks into camp, N'Kobe Dean. I know he's been you know, battling the injury, uh, but it's, a, it's an amazing opportunity for him. He's got a great shot to start. Tell us about his training camp so far and how you project him this season. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I think his training camp has been really good. You know what I mean? I, the, the little setback is, is what it is. That kind of happens, but... Uh, mentally and physically, he's been doing really well. He's staying sharp. Uh, he's still actively engaged, and uh, he's taking that leadership role. You know, he's trying to set the tone in the huddle for the guys and, and take that uh, ownership. And so that that's been really rewarding to see. Uh, so I'm excited for for you know how we can develop him. All right, you take the job, get the gig. Now you got months before you're even going to be around any of the players, so you go to work. And you have your concepts. You know what you want the defense to look like this year. So you know what each position is expected to do in Sean Decide's defense. Who is the guy who you said, oh, man, this is a perfect fit. This guy could do exactly what I want at the position that we're expecting him to play. And since you've gotten here, what you've been able to see in your number of practices you had, it's different than the games. But who's the guy who you said, yeah, he's gonna be. He's gonna be exactly what we needed that position. Uh, yeah, that's a great question, and I can't say uh, there's just one guy. I think really a lot of the guys have been really buying in, and and that's kind of been the rewarding thing because to me it's our job to make every guy the guy. Like that's our job as a coach to develop every guy to be the guy that's perfect for the position. And if if for whatever reason they're not, that's a reflection on us. We got to make them perfect. We got to fit the scheme to make them perfect for our defense. And that's that's the kind of the art of putting this whole thing together is. Uh, you have to evolve and change every year, and you got to recreate your defense and your team every year and to build to that personnel, and that, that's the challenge, and that's what we're going through now, and that's what training camp's for. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Sean, a lot of comparisons have been made. Obviously, he doesn't have the accomplishment of Hassan Reddick, but a lot of people say Nolan Smith like Hassan Reddick stylistically. Do you think that's a reasonable comparison? I mean, I could see why. You know, people probably look at the measurables and the speed and, and, and all that, and uh, I think it's important to reiterate what you said. He does not have the stripes on the wall yet that Hassan has uh, in this league um, and he's going to have to earn that and, and to be honest he's doing a good job of trying to earn that every day and that's that's where he's at and we're really excited about his skill set and, and his talent uh, and we got to make sure that uh, the things that we do for him uh, and how he helps us on this defense fit his skill set and talent. Let's talk about one of the first round picks from last year Jordan Davis did not 
make a big impact, did not play a ton of snaps. Do you expect him to make a big impact this year now in his second year with the Birds? I would say this. I think we're expecting everybody to make a big impact this year. I mean, we, we have a lot of uh, guys that we're really excited, excited about, and we have uh, had some turnover that we need to fill in some spots. And so Jordan is a big part of that also. Uh, and, and I am excited about where he's at right now and, and the way Coach Rocker has been working with him uh, on a daily basis and, and the development program that we've had. And, and he's been taking more and more ownership of it, which is what you want. Two-part question. Uh, again, you've only gotten a handful of practices in. Haven't had your joint practice yet, your three preseason games before you get that all-important first game against the Patriots. What's the area on your defense where you're not where you need to be yet? What's the area on your defense where you go, damn, we're ahead of the game here. We're even better than I thought, X amount of practices into the season. Where do you continue to need a little work? Where are you uh, doing very well at right now? Well, I think uh, we, we need work everywhere. I mean, like you said, it's early. You know, it's only been practice, I think, 11 is what we've had, and we haven't hit anybody else yet. Uh, and so we, we need to keep working, and we need to keep focusing on our daily installs and, and keep limiting anything that can cause you to lose, whether it's pre-snap penalties, uh, you know, th- things like that. So we, we're a constant work in progress, and I don't ever want to say that we're ever going to arrive, and that's going to be probably the same answer, to be honest with you, from now through week 20 of the season because every week you got to keep evolving and you got to keep getting better. And uh, one thing that we're trying to be really co- uh, cognizant of is that that threat of complacency. You know, we don't want people to think that they've, uh, that they've made it here because they haven't. And this is a new year and a new defense, and, and we're going to try to really establish that benchmark and, and keep growing. And the guys are really embracing that, which is really cool. That And that's the thing I'm probably most impressed about is, the, is with the – foundation that's been here in the in the way the guys have approached this sean sean, sean desai eagles defensive coordinator with us sean fascinating story out of washington yesterday eric biennemi and, and ron rivera and discussion of players down there being frustrated with how biennemi was interacting with players and, and players not thrilled with it i remember larry bow a number of years ago telling me that he has to talk to players differently than he used to talk to players bow a philly's longtime coach do you find that you have to approach players differently today than your coaches approached you years ago when you were a player? Does the old messages and the old tactics actually not work as much anymore? I think uh, uh, there's a big art to coaching. And to say that, hey, just this way works or just that way works, I don't think is correct. Um, I think uh, the art of the, all the great coaches I've been around from – when I was playing in high school and younger to the ones I've observed and seen and through now, uh, y- you have to adapt your style to the player that you've got. And each player responds to different things, and whether it's the harshest criticism, which some of our guys respond to well, uh, to other guys don't, whether it's you know yelling at somebody in public and practice or talking to them privately and still holding them accountable. But the main things that will never change is guys got to be held accountable to a certain standard. And, and that will never change uh, for great teams. And, and the standard has been set for the Philadelphia Eagles for a long time. Do you change, how you, do you change how you deliver the message? Yeah, I think, I think you always do. You, you've got to change it daily. You've got to change it by player. Uh, and, and if you do the same thing over and over, it kind of gets boring, especially when you're in training camp. 
You know, so the guys got to hear hear you differently, and they got to hear different voices. You know, sometimes we have different guys come and speak to us uh, in terms of the coaches that run our unit meetings and things like that. All right, last question, making an easy one for you to get out the door. <laughs> um, you're going to be on the sidelines. You're going to be up in the booth. Different coordinators do it differently. Doesn't make it what we've had. Guys win Super Bowls from up in the booth. Guys win Super Bowls from down on the field. Do you have a preference? Was that predetermined? Did uh, Nick Sirianni tell you how he wanted you to handle your own positioning on game day? Uh, well, no. I mean, Coach has been extremely supportive of, of uh, really whatever, I, whatever I'd like to do because, again, it's about what's best for uh, us and me and, and the team and the environment that we're able to call it in. And so we'll, we'll be able to test out different uh, operations uh, because, you know, it's also about uh, our staff and where we can fit our talents. You're telling best. me you don't know yet. No, so I'm telling you that that's right. I'm going to be testing out different operations. Really? We'll be we'll be down because uh, I, I spent the year in Chicago up, uh, which was a, a good experience and it was a good fit there. Um, and then here we'll find the fit of what we think oh, is best. Interesting, fascinating. All right, Sean. Final final thing here. The players on Saturday. People want to know: Are starters going to start? Are you going to play? <laughs> that, that that's now, a great I'm, question. Now now. We know it's a great question. What yeah. we want to know is if we're going to get answer. an answer. No, I know. And, <laughs> and unfortunately, I can't. I don't know. I don't know. You know, I think because right now we're really just focusing on our installs and, and trying to get better with yeah. what we got to get done. And everybody's practicing, you know. So, uh, you know, from our perspective, everybody's practicing. And then when we have that decision and we make those choices as a staff, which we'll do, we got a couple of days still to talk about that. Uh, we'll make those In decisions. your study of everything through the years in pro football, did you study any Reed's press conferences and how to – how to deftly uh, uh, tiptoe around certain questions? You know, this I, is Jody. This is a masterclass. Yeah, bullet, pre- bullet, pretty bu- damn a, a bulletproof. Bullet, no, I'm not going to give you a nothing on Here's this. one, and don't worry, unacceptable. Don't know yet as an answer. <laughs> Will N'Kobe Dean practice today? Now that one, I really don't know yet. Oh, <laughs> we haven't had our staff meeting Jesus. yet. <laughs> well. Sean, thanks for being part of the show, man. Right. And hey, listen, good luck. You guys got a hell of a team. Good luck, I appreciate it, man. And let me Thank let you, me man. say, either from you or the Mac Man here, I need to get out of jail free card from one of you for my snafu to start this. Pre- this I, I covered you. Boy. That was a bad job I by me. Uh, uh, all good, Sean. Good luck this all year, right. pal. Uh, thank you.